Merrimack taking on Boston College tonight here in Chestnut Hill. And joining us for this intermission is John Risch, the radio voice of the Boston College Eagles. Back again as the radio voice of BC. John, how's it feel? It's good. I missed two years. I missed it a lot. It's nice to be back. Uh, 25th anniversary or 25th year celebration here at Conti Forum tonight, which I didn't realize until you told us before the game, but uh, it has been a long time that this place has been open. A lot of great games have been played here over the years. Uh, what stands out to you? You know, that's a good question. I, I mean, I've been spent a lot of time here, not just as the radio voice, but I was an undergraduate at Boston College. So I got here on campus in the fall of 1990s. So the building was just a couple of years old. And I can tell you the elevator is as slow today as it was then 25 years ago. But when this place opened, I mean, this was a crown jewel uh, for what at the time was Big East basketball and, and Hockey East as well. And it's held up well, I think, for 25 years. It seats just under 8,000 for hockey, which is a pretty good size for Boston College. One of the things I remember is when this building opened, it was, well, first of all, it hosted the Hockey East Tournament its first year, and uh, and also that was at the end of the run where the NCAA regionals for hockey were being still being held on campus, and there, there were some pretty good series. I remember a very good Minnesota team coming in here and BC beating them in a two-out-of-three series. Yeah, and a loss to Alaska with That's the right. famed hemline. I mean, that right. was the uh, end of the hemline, Heinz, Emin, McGinnis, and that was the beginning of me and my love affair with Boston College hockey. Yeah, and it went downhill from there for a couple of years for BC, uh, but obviously they've had quite a run as of late. Let me ask you, Merrimack's coming into tonight's game. They haven't won in 27 straight here. We are talking about it before Halloween of 1997. Since then, it's been a house of horrors for the Warriors. Uh, what, do, what do you, I mean, obviously, BC's been a very good team over that stretch. I th think that's got the most to do with it. Yeah, it does. I mean, yes, Coach York, Jerry York will tell you. How have you been so successful? There's a lot of good players. I mean, take credit for that. He's gotten and convinced a lot of good players to come to Boston College. He did it before in Bowling Green, etc. But if Boston College plays as good as they can play, they show up, they're clicking in all cylinders, their effort is there, there are just not very many teams, you could probably count them on one hand in all of college hockey, that could beat them or have a chance to beat them on a night when they're playing as good as they can. And unfortunately for pretty much every other team in hockey, it's just, just the way it is right now, if they're playing well, if they're completely healthy. John, you got the Beanpot Finals coming up Monday, BC Northeastern. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Uh, how do you see that one playing out? Uh, well, we haven't seen Northeastern in a long time, and I suspect that Northeastern is a very different team matching up against Boston College than the one we saw in the beginning of the season, and they played the Eagles really tough then. Uh, based on what I saw and what they did to Harvard last Monday night, I think it's going to be a very difficult game for Boston College, and I hope for the sake of the tournament that it's a great game. Now, listen, I'm an Eagle. I want the Eagles to win. But the reality is, whether it's this year, next year, or some year in the very distant future, Harvard and Northeastern have to win some games. They've got to win some bean pots. It's been way too long. 1993 is way too long. For the sake of the tournament, for the health of the tournament, for the good of the tournament, those teams need to not just make it to the championship, they need to win some championships. You know, talking about earlier in the season, that's when BC last played the Huskies. And at that time, I don't, I don't think any of us knew how good Clay Witt was going to be or how good he would turn out to be. I mean, I think he's been one of the big stories in the league this year and is, is 
Johnny Goudreau is not having the kind of season that he's having, Clay Whip might be your hockey's player of the year. Yeah, and I say it about Kevin Hayes. If Kevin Hayes is on any team that doesn't include Johnny Goudreau, not only is he the best player on that team, but he's maybe even a, a larger factor in terms of a Hobie Baker discussion. But Johnny is a special hockey player. There's no doubt about that. But to your point about Clay Witt, I mean, let's look at where Northeastern has gotten themselves to. As of today, they're in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's a, a huge accomplishment. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season, Northeastern would be in position here in the beginning of February to be playing in the NCAA tournament, I might have looked at you a little funny and said, well, I'm not so sure about that. But they are. They're an NCAA tournament team as of today. And if not for BC, you know, they might be in first place, and this is a team that most people picked for last. Yeah. I mean, it really is quite a story. Uh, talking about BC again, you know, you mentioned the best players, if their best players play well. But one of the things that's always jumped out to me about BC over the years when they've won their national championships has been that they've always had the good players. I mean, that's, that's been the case under most of the years that Jerry York has been here. But they've also had the other guys, the Matt Lombardis and so on. And, and this year it's Patrick Brown and Isaac McLeod and, and those guys. I mean, those are the, the kind of things I look at it and I say, yeah, this BC team could, they could do the same thing that some of those other teams did. You know, and it's strange because you look at the line combination, right? You see Billy Arnold, uh, Kevin Hayes, and Johnny Gaudreau, and you say, okay, they put all their eggs in one basket. And in a sense, you're right. They put their three best offensive players on one line. If that line doesn't score, then you could find yourself in trouble on any given night. Yet, if you look a little deeper, this actually is a pretty balanced team. I mean, obviously they're balanced in terms of talent, but they're balanced in terms of youth. They've got a lot of young freshmen and sophomores who are contributing. Their defense is very young. Now, you guys aren't going to see Ian McCaution tonight. He's out with an injury, but he's been one of their best defensemen all year long. They need him back at some point because he's extremely well-rounded and steady. And when you watch a guy like Michael Matheson skate, what Steve Santini's been able to do, the big guys will get a lot of attention, but this really is a balanced team. Johnny Goudreau does get a lot of attention, and rightly so. How important has Kevin Hayes been to his success? Hugely. And when they moved him to the wing, it made a huge difference in his game. A lot of people, and I think I fall in that camp as well, think he is better suited as he progresses in his career at the professional level as a wing, not a center. He can play center. He's better as a wing. But what he's really started to do this year that he didn't do in the past was use his size. You watch him now. When he gets the puck, he doesn't give it up. People simply can't get to the puck. They can't get around his body. They can't get around his reach. He's done that this year better than he's ever done at any point in his career. You know, it's Goudreau, we, we, we can talk about him all day long, but you, you get a chance to see him night in and night out. What don't we know about him that should be taken into consideration when, when you're talking about Hobie Baker Award? Well, I mean, the fact that he makes everyone around him better, uh, he does, he has the kind of ice vision that I haven't seen here at BC since Ben East. Ben East was the best passer I ever saw at Boston College. And think about some of the good players that have come through here, the little guys that have been good players. Eves had the best vision. He was the best playmaker. And if it had not been for injuries, I think he would have been a good professional player as well. And he would have maybe even threatened David Emma's all-time point number if he had not been hurt over the course of his four years. But he didn't finish like Johnny. He, and sometimes I think he was such an unselfish player, he didn't look for his own finishes. He didn't look for the goals. Johnny does that. He has a good knack for when to create, when to be the playmaker, and when to be selfish. And I mean that in a good way. Uh, he, I think he, he makes the players around him better, almost as good as anyone I've seen, maybe say for Eves. You mentioned his size. How much is that a, a factor at the next level? Uh, I think he'll have to get stronger. At this level... 
he can get away with some things that he won't be able to get away with moving forward. He'll figure that out. He's a smart kid, <laughs> and maybe he'll maybe he'll figure it out the hard way. You know, sometimes you have to learn those things based on your own experience. People can tell him till they're blue in the face until he goes through it himself. You know, sometimes you have to figure those things out for yourself, and that's the way kids are. That's the way young adults are. Uh, it's not that he's not strong, but he needs to get stronger. And BC's had a number of these guys over the years, as you mentioned. I mean. From your standpoint, why do they gravitate towards BC or how do they end up at BC? I used to think that Jerry York tried to recruit people just like him. (laughs) And maybe there's some truth to that, I'm not sure. Then I thought maybe there was some real strategy involved, thinking, okay, we get these super skilled kids, but they're only 5'8". They're not going anywhere after two or three years. You know, if you've got a pro body, and let's face it, Kevin Hayes, if he doesn't have that injury, he's probably not here this year. Because of his pro body, professional teams can't wait to get their hands on those kinds of guys when they're 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". But if you're the 5'7 guy, you're the 5'8 guy, they're usually not in a hurry to get their hands on them. And that means maybe they're a three-year player. Gaudreau, who knows, probably a three-year player. Maybe they're a four-year player. There's been a lot of good players around here that have been four-year players. And the reason they've played the college game so long is because of their size. Well, it's been an interesting year around Hockey East. I mean, we're at the point now where it kind of feels like we're really back into a Hockey East season where, you know, obviously BC's got the bean pot coming up, but uh, it's Hockey East night in and night out, and it wasn't that way earlier in the year with all the non-league games and everything. How, how do you feel about it? Well, you know, when you, I was talking to you about this a little bit. I, I still am not used to this schedule. I mean, we got the bean pot on Monday night for Boston College. Then we'll see two games at Vermont. We haven't seen Vermont all year. And then the weekend after that, we have a home-and-home with Lowell. I haven't seen Lowell all year. I mean, that just boggles my mind that you can get to the middle of February and have not seen a team inside your own league. Yeah, we have Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont, same thing. We haven't seen them yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so for a team like Boston College, they're fortunate in that they don't have problems scheduling out-of-conference games. They can go play at marquee places. They can get marquee teams to come here. I know that's not as easy for other teams in the league as it is for Boston College, and I like that. I like seeing all of those teams. But... I miss having a season series that's three games long. I think you can tell a lot more about how teams match up, how your league is, when you've got that third game. You've got a home-and-home, and then you've got a third game somewhere. There's no ties. Somebody wins or loses the season series unless there's been some ties along the way. All right, John, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. It's good to see you. Good to see you back behind the mic at BC as well. I'll talk to you again down the road. All right, absolutely, guys. Thanks. All right, John Rich has been our guest from BC Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.